All right, guys, welcome back to the Short Story Long Podcast, where we share the work and play of working class Midwestern millennials. I'm your host, Sam Derrickson, joined by my co-host, Andrew Dial. What's up, guys? And tonight we have another new guest on, Mr. Jason Fallhaber. Say hello. Hey, what's going on? So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jason. Who are you? Where'd you come from? How do you know us? <laughs> well, I am a uh, single dad raising three kids. Uh, I've got two girls and a boy. Uh, my oldest is eight, my middle daughter is five, and my youngest boy, he's uh, 19 months. Um, Jeep addiction, basically kind of how I got to know these guys. Uh, mechanical electrical maintenance tech over at Stevens Industries. I've uh, been there for going on almost 10 years now, uh, so I fix big machines. Uh, how I kind of got to know these two is uh, through Jeeps. Uh, back when I was going to college over at uh, SIU Carbondale, I actually had an ex-girlfriend that had met uh, dozer one day and uh, pretty much we met him in a uh, mess hall and kind of had one of those uh, stepbrothers moments where it's like well you like jeeps i like jeeps like do we become best friends like yep and uh, i remember that night i think we uh my jeep was stashed out at the uh, carterville campus that's where the auto campus used to be it was about 11 miles away and we took a trip out there and pretty sure on our way back i think i blew my rear end up that night didn't i i believe so yes yeah. yeah, so it was a dana 35 welded together with a uh flux core welder oh yeah it was uh i remember we think we crossed over the uh right around where crab orchard was and a big boom and we're like well, what was that like i don't know just keep going so we did and uh either way so then uh, i got to know dozer that way and you know through jeeps and then uh, i remember there was i think it was was it June or July of that uh, that one year that we went on that wheeling trip where I met Sam and uh, yeah, it was the best wheeling trip of my that life. That probably was. I it was a lot of fun. I <laughs> I think I borrowed my ex girlfriend's uh, Dodge Ram Charger and I flat towed my Jeep, and I'll, I'll never forget that because you know pulling it down the highway, I was like, oh man, this thing is getting a little warm, and I was like, well, the transmission was not very happy, so I ran the whole way with the heater core on or the heater on so that it would uh, cool transmission down. I remember we picked up Sam, I think it was around Champaign area, and I he had that 96 with the cutoff back, and I'm just thinking, this guy's an idiot. Like, it's stock. Like, what, what's he thinking? And uh, That's the um, picture of me being the counterweight. Yeah. That, one, one, one of the of pictures. Them, one of the many. That, that was that trip, and I, I just, I'll never forget that I was like, this guy's an idiot. Like, he, like, what is he even thinking? And uh, Sam definitely uh, kind of changed my mind that wheeling trip that a stock XJ with a whole lot of ID, IDGAF, uh, We'll do a whole lot, so uh, we're allowed to cuss on this podcast. By oh, the way. oh yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> we're, we're we. I uh, I've got more family members listening now, so we're gonna make it more PG thirteen, uh, if that's possible. But oh, this is new to me. Well, my dad started listening today. Okay. Um, that could be part of the what's new segment. So what's new is for me, my dad and I went over to Quincy, Illinois, to drop off uh, some pieces of his motorcycle to get rechromed. I put a post on Facebook a couple weeks ago asking for suggestions on where to take chrome stuff, and a bunch of people said Quincy's the place to go. So that was a little bit farther drive than I remembered it being, but we Yeah, you, you don't get there from here. We, uh, we started at about 7.30 this morning, and I just got back home a little bit ago, 5 o'clock or so. So Did your dad go with you? He went with me. Did Amanda go with you? Amanda did not go. Okay. Um, but we had a good time, and uh, he was going on and on about YouTube and watching conspiracy videos and stuff on YouTube. And I was like, well, you can watch conspiracy videos, but you can't listen to your own son's podcast. And so he's like, well, show me how to get to it. So I showed him. So now he's going to listen to 
listen to some episodes. So that's what's new with me. What's new with you, Dozer? Well, over Thanksgiving, they were talking about the podcast, and uh, um, my grandpa Dial was like, where do I get to this podcast at? And by the time we described Spotify or whichever, he's like, I'm no longer interested. That kind of uh, chip sailed. But my, I found out my grandma Nickum went to the library and had them put the iTunes app on her phone at the library so she could listen to us. There's good people at the library. <laughs> nice. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my dad and I went in together on a 1967 Ford 500 tractor. Okay. So up until now, you know, for the last 20 years, we've always borrowed a tractor from a family member to plant food plots. Uh, my dad had kind of given him some money, uh, so we didn't seem like mooches, and that um, arrangement had changed. So uh, we got a Ford 500, and I'm just blown away that my dad bought a 50-year-old tractor. Well, he knew he had you to work on it. That's yeah, what it well, is. Well, that's multiple people have said that, but um, we got that, and... Uh, that was about it. And so like that did some Thanksgiving this weekend, but nothing too notable. But circling back to like how I met Jason, I was actually trying to steal his girlfriend from him when we first met. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I took that bullet and, for you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then once I got to know Jason, I was like, this guy's pretty cool. Like, I think I'll just be friends with him. You like and, Jeeps. I like Jeeps. Yeah, what could go wrong? Exactly. So <laughs> his, I, I remember I was, uh, I was, I met her at a house party. And I was trying to take her out on a date, and she's like, oh, well, I'm already at the drag strip with my new boyfriend. Oh. And I'd seen they were on a relationship on Facebook, and I clicked, and I was like, dude, this dude's, like, older. He's, you know, like, four or five years older than me, and he has a Jeep. Like, I got, like, super, like, oh, I can't compete with this. Then I met Jason. I was like, hey, we're friends now. I'm trying to to think back. What year year was that? Was that, like, 07 or 08? uh, That would have had to have been my freshman year, because that's when me and Laren are on a break. That would have been 08. It would have been 07. Would have been 07? I, I, gradua- I graduated in 07, which oh, would have so been, been spring. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, it would have been in 07. Funny where life takes you. No doubt. So I also noticed on Facebook you posted a red tractor with a loader for sale. What's mm-hmm. the story on that? I've never seen that one before. Just bought that from the same guy I bought the Ford from. and It looked like a like not even a garden tractor. It looks like a lawnmower someone put a bucket on. It's a garden tractor. It's got lug nuts on okay, the back Okay, okay. It just looks kind of small. Yeah. I guess compared to a Ford 500, it, it looks a little small. Yeah, it's it's good to go. So What's new with you, Jason? Oh, not too much. Before I came over here, what year is that tractor I'm working on right now? Hey, who knows? What What is it's it? It's a John Deere 425. I don't know. Uh, got a garden tractor sitting in my garage. It's been sitting there for oh, probably since May. I finally got back at it, started putting that back together. Uh, Dozer and I kind of picked that up, kind of thinking that we we're going to do a flip project. And he bought it, and I was going to do the work on it. And I've got it motor halfway put back together now because it was just completely in pieces. So I need to get that done so that I can get working on other things I got in my garage, like my Jeep and your Comanche. My sitting, Jeep. Sitting yep. over there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like, I said I need to get space so I can get that that tractor out so I can get back to that. But well, Jason wanted in on the tractor hustle last spring, so we made a deal and bought a tractor, and uh, a lot of life has happened, and and we're still hustling the same tractor from a year ago, basically. I, I, it happened. Getting, getting back to that point though, I'm finally got the point where I feel like I can get back out there and start getting some stuff done. So uh, gonna get that. 
turned around and then like I said then moving on to you I realized when I was putting that back together today I'm like man there's like a lot of stuff that this dude took off like where did all this stuff go and I'm just slowly figuring it out because when we bought it half the motor was tore apart already <laughs> that was one where we uh we went and picked that up and they said that they uh, the tires were flat and we're like how are we gonna like what do, what do we do with ratchet strap that up on we the ratchet tray? strapped it up and then after we left the guy texted me and was like, hey, I left the air hose out so you could air the tires up. Gee, thanks, fella. Yeah. Okay. Too All late right. for that. Ship but, sailed. But yeah, I, <clears throat> as far as finding where stuff goes, the nice thing about John Deere is they do have a lot of schematics. And I believe I've sent you several how-tos on on what to do. So hopefully that helps out. Yep, got guy said I got the whole front cover and all those gears changed out and nice. Got the heads put back on today. Oh. Started putting the intake back on. So so fire. How long? Up. How long till it runs? I don't know. Hopefully within the next week or so. Be my guess. Good answer. Oh, Good yeah, answer. Like I'm, that's like that's my goal. All right. So you know you got to set goals for yourself. I think honestly you need to just buy my half of it and keep it for your house because <laughs> I think once you mow with it you'll be like, all right, I gotta have this. <laughs> Better than a uh, a snapper with straight exhaust and painted flat black. Yeah, or? That, that's dead now, Rip. Oh, it died. Damn. Yeah, R.I.P. The, the motor locked up on it this uh, year. You didn't change oil on it for 10 years. You'll so. have that. You'll the, have the, that. The train plug was stripped on it. And oh, I just kind of like, I start adding to it every time. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, uh, we had a lot of good response from the Burnout King episode. I did notice some people um, were digging that. So I had, had a lot of people message me, said they liked the episode. Uh, Brandon Yoakum reached out and was shout out to Brandon. He's the only guy who sent me videos of him doing a burnout uh, in that Dodge pickup truck at the uh, T-Town cruise night. So thanks, Brandon, for sending us those videos. I enjoyed watching those and then had an email from uh, John Russell again. He says, uh, hey, fellows, burnouts are the best part of any car meetup. When done right, they are the highlight of any event. Uh, I'll agree with Sam about being aware of the surroundings, what type of road material, so on and so forth. He goes on to explain a nasty crash that he witnessed and how it's definitely made him take notice of his surroundings. Um, he used to do burnouts all the time, and uh, he said he uh, had to attend the traffic school a few times uh, in his younger years. Um, he said, I've only known Sam a short time, and I've never seen any of his signature burnouts, but hopefully I'll get to watch him in action soon. And uh, I agree with that. I hope you do, too. Uh, in the meantime, you can kind of cruise my Facebook and find videos that people have uh, put on there for, of doing burnouts. Um, he's also interested in the tire comparison, cost versus smoke and everything. And uh, so thanks, John, for reaching out. And I had another listener reach out with his favorite burnout story of me. And that would be Jason. He is standing across the uh, table from me right now. So instead of reading his text message, I'll just let him tell his story right here. All right. So my, uh, my favorite burnout story for Sam was, uh, occasionally through work, we work Saturdays and I was, uh, working over there in T-Town. I was on, and I, I texted him yesterday after I finally got a chance to listen to the podcast. And I was like, I was on my way home and I was uh, uh, going down, came under the underpass over there by Dustin Sons. And I looked up and over on that side road between uh, Schulteis Garage and Neeburgy Furniture, there's just smoke rolling out. I'm like, oh my God, something's on fire. And as I kind of crested up the hill, uh, I see, nope, there's Sam's black SRT 10. He's just roasting the tires away. I think that there was like a was it a cars and coffee that morning? Yeah. And like, I guess of course, Sam leaving the cars and coffee, he got to do a burnout. So he's just on that little side road, just roast him away. And I just sort of like 
looked down the road, seen Sam burning him off, and I'm like, all right, like that's just Sam. <laughs> just kind of kept going. So the name of that truck was affectionately known as Race Truck, which that will segue us into this week's episode called Vehicles with Names. And we've been waiting to do this one until we could get Jason on the podcast because most of the vehicles that I have personally had that had names were named by Jason um, and Dozer as well. Yeah, as well as me. So uh, we decided to have him on and we're going to go through, I, I have a list of cars on my phone that have names and everything. And I guess just basically describe vehicles that we've had with names. And uh, I, th- I think... In my opinion, if it's got a name, it's got a lot of personality. I've got a lot of vehicles that had no personality that, that were never named. But if, if something really was a part of my life or, or, or was a you know, influential part of my life, it got a name, you know, whether good, bad, or indifferent. So I think you start kind of like almost loving that vehicle. You know, you kind of like you, you take it personally and, you know, something happens to it. Then you kind of like, I don't know, you feel a little bit bad about it. So let's start with... Uh, your Jeep, Jason, your first vehicle. How did you become a gearhead and how did you name your Jeep? Well, uh, when I graduated from uh, high school, I was kind of looking for a uh, uh, needed a vehicle to drive back and forth between the community college. And I had a lot of buddies in high school that were all uh, had go fast cars, you know, Camaros and whatnot. And I really wanted to go fast. I wanted a Mustang and whatnot. My parents were pretty much like, no, no, you can't get that. Like, insurance will be way too high. Now let's and, bring up the fact that you were out of high school, so you were like eighteen. Well, before this, you got this a was like, yeah, this was like right at the end of my senior year, you know. So going in my the summer in between uh, high school and college, because you grew up right down the road from uh, uh, Michael Matt or what's Marshall, the Eminem on Eight Mile Road or something like that in the ghetto. No, that was my old neighbor. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, basically same, same. I was trying to make fun of Jason for living in the no, ghetto, but no, pretty much. I'm one of those people that I'll, I'll be honest. I, uh, I grew up up North. Uh, I was just born at the wrong latitude and decided I needed to change that eventually. But so I, I kind of grew up at the end of a runway at O'Hare and it wasn't until after I got out of uh, the community college and transferred over to SCU Carbondale that like Southern Illinois to me was like a completely different world. And I just kind of Fell in love with the fact that it was nothing like up north, and that's why I decided I just never wanted to go back up there. But yeah, we vote the right way. Yeah, yeah. Ex- <laughs> well, our, our votes don't count, but we vote the right way. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, so I have we have a uh, mutual friend, Ryan Goodrich, and I happened to go over to his house one day, and uh, his parents sitting on their coffee table. They had a four wheeler magazine, and there was an article in there called Five K XJ, and I'll just never forget it. And uh, they just basically, the idea was to buy a Jeep Cherokee and build it up and wheel Moab Easter Jeep Safari for uh, $5,000. And it was at that point in time, like, you know, Cherokees are kind of cool. So I essentially started looking for a Cherokee and I found one that was uh, bone stock. And uh, it had uh, 88,000 miles on it, manual windows, manual transmission. And I uh, just kind of fell in love with it. It was honestly up to that point, my parents only owned four cylinders. So when I took that for a test drive and had the inline six, I was like, holy shit, this thing's Torque got some, for days. I was like, this thing's got balls to it. And uh, it was one of those things that my, my grandma Kay, you know, she helped me, helped me get it. And it just sort of snowballed from there. Well, the, where my Jeep got its name from was the fact that 
uh, before I even owned a vehicle, I just knew that like the Dukes of Hazard was my favorite TV show growing up. So I knew that whatever vehicle I owned was going to have a Dixie horn on it. So I, I had gotten out the old JC Whitney catalog oh, yeah. and I, uh, bought a Dixie horn and I had that for about like two weeks before I even had the Jeep. And I think I had my Jeep for about two days and I already had the Dixie horn on there. So how much stuff did you buy from JC Whitney? Honestly, the only thing I bought from JC Whitney was the, uh, Oh, Dixie Horn. Quadratech, now, when I first started, there that was a is. different story. Because, okay. Yeah, because that, so, that's when you guys always gave me shit about. So was, so JC Whitney's actually been bought out by cars, carparts.com or something like okay. that. So it doesn't even exist anymore. I, was I, was like, I remember looking for days at the JC Whitney catalog. I the paper think I, catalog. I don't think I ever bought a thing, but... Yeah. That was always one of those so many things a, you wanted. They had a Ford 5.0 Mustang section, and I just remember looking, I was like, Dad... I think I need to get a torque converter. He's like, you don't even know what a torque converter does. I was like, it converts torque. And he's like, my dad doesn't know anything about cars. So he's like, idiot, yeah, how'd you, how'd you know that? Well, that was one of those magazines you left by the toilet. So when you, you know, you had to go take a, uh, use the facilities, you just sit there and scroll through it for just, you know. I remember my dad. It was before phones. One you know? of those, you know, kids was raising money for a school, came by selling magazines. Yep. And they had four-wheeler magazines. So my dad oh, got yep. it thinking it was for ATVs. Mm-hmm. And it came in and it was trucks. He's like, I don't care about this. And he's like, here, you can have this. And I, I remember I was addicted to those things. Yep, yep. I loved it. But so I basically, like the Dukes of Hazard Daisy Duke had a uh, Jeep CJ and its name was Dixie. Well, I had the Dixie horn, so... My Jeep is affectionately named Dixie. My my kids know it's named Dixie, and anytime that they we want to go for a drive, they'll be like, "Hey, let's take Dixie." So it's just that's kind of how it got to the name that it did. And like I said, I, I kind of took the horns out for a while, and they kind of broke when I moved around. But I got them back in there though, and like I said, I, I like to uh, use them every now and then. You know, kind of like make my entrance. Like like I said, when I went to go uh, pick Dozer up earlier, I was like, I didn't have the Jeep to let the horn off, so I had to, you know, rev the engine in my truck. Cackle so, the pipes. You know, <laughs> got to let the bald eagle scream a little bit out the uh, straight pipe. So I guess, where do we want to start with other vehicles? I mean, then? we can start with my my Cherokee. When I, was, when I was building my first Jeep, I always remember just being constantly frustrated with that it's never finished, never the way you wanted it. It always needed another part. It always there was always an upgrade, and I was at the fair, and there was a pulling tractor called Constant Aggravation. Okay. And when I saw that, I was like, "That is my Jeep. Like my Jeep causes me constant aggravation." Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I call my Jeep. Wasn't, nope. that your, wasn't that your thread on pirate? Yeah, that was the, the name of my thread, thread on that's pirate as well. Yeah. Constant aggravation. So that was, I guess, the name for that. I don't know if we really ever called it that, but people kind of knew it by that and it got mentioned mm-hmm. so that's i had saw that name on a on a pulling tractor and i was just like that is 100 percent accurate how i feel about my jeep i think that encompasses most of everything that i own is that it's a constant aggravation. is it life constant aggravation it's true it's, it's highs and lows bud highs and lows so that was your xj um i've got i mean however many vehicles I've had. Yeah, and then, like, some of your vehicles are just the 96. Like, people know what that is. Like, yeah. It's not really a name. It is the name of it, but... Well, then there was the Ocho. That was just the number Cherokee that I think that it was. Yeah, so, like, scrolling down the list here, start to finish, um, my 66 Commando, I never called it this, but 
my uncle called it Sarge because it was olive drab green and it kind of looked like a tough army Jeep. So it was just called Sarge. It was actually after I sold it to him for, what was that? Those 500 bucks for both, uh, both the Jeepster and the CJ. See, that was one of that was the Jeep that you had that I wish I would have been, I would have seen. Like, I think it was, it was long gone before. We can I, go see it anytime you want. I, I was actually there for Thanksgiving and it's not in its normal parking spot. So he must've moved it, but it's probably still there. I told him I would buy it back if he ever sold it and he, hasn't offered to so it's just Larry sit- Fitzgerald does not sell things I feel like so is it just sitting in the weeds can we like like roadkill this thing and like make it run again and I'm we sh- probably could I'm yeah. sure that would be fun that, add that to the million other things we have going on um, but my first actual kind of hardcore wheel and rig was my 89 YJ yes um, and we called it the bucket and that was short for what was it, slut bucket? Yeah, right? I guess, or gum bucket, or something like that. It, it was because it was that uh, was like a phrase on pirate at the time. I don't yeah, know. slut bucket or something like I think it that. Was slut bucket, yeah. Because it was a slut in the fact that it was always kind of like Dozer's Jeep was always giving aggravation. That was like the built so shitty it works thing. Every little thing that I tried to improve on it, it uncovered another issue. So, you know, if I got it running good, it would overheat and then I fixed that problem and then it would have no flex. So I took some leafs out of the leaf packs and then it had axle wrap and then broke out, you know, U-joints and stuff. So it was just one of those deals. We just called it the bucket. That's just what it kind of became known as. So my, my favorite memory of that Jeep was what I would call the bucket's last dance. And that's where you just absolutely just like pissed off your cousin because you made that ledge and he just tore his stuff up afterwards. That was Lucian, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Lucian. It wasn't yeah. Johnson. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. And he, I think he, he like. broke three out of four axle shafts. Like, people were trying to help him get back to camp. It's like, no, no, I'm fine. And, like, he, he was either, he was in make it or break it mode. Yep. The 96 XJ, that was Mean Green, the one that we call 96. That's the one that had the wooden back half. Um, just because it was one of the meanest four liter Jeeps I've ever driven. Yes. Um, Did it have like a chip in between the ECU and the pigtail or something like one of those? I think it had that, but uh, we put a stainless steel header and a horseshoe intake on. I do know that. It was a bastard 96. And uh, it had the uh, modified hood lift to keep the engine cool. Had the patent pending Jedco Huggy distributor <laughs> waterproof kit. Um I remember that. I don't know. It was just it was just a good Jeep. It treated me well. Jason, you had a Huggy on your distributor too, didn't you, for at, a while? At one point, yeah. Did, did I ever send you not too long ago that picture popped up on my uh, my Facebook of you flexing that out on the wood pile over on Henrietta Street? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I uh, bent the cross member in a V because I had the whole Jeep turtled on one big rock at Badlands. Did you wheel that more than once? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had like Walmart, like Buckshock buck buck shot mutter tires on mm-hmm. it i remember at Mudfest you did the hill climb yeah there was like all these like jeeps and stuff and trucks on giant tires that couldn't get up this hill it was you, the rock crawler only hill yes and there's a video of that on right youtube and, and when you got to the top you got out and yelled woohoo <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it was it was a lot of fun that I, it took me like a bunch of tries because it kept shifting in the second year it kept shifting to second gear and it would get high high centered at the very top. It was like rutted out or whatever. And it would just be bounced off the rev limiter 
at the top of the hill because I could never carry enough momentum. With like twenty seven inch buckshot mud or some rural cane. And uh, like I remember the 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 like lead up to the hill was super short, and I was like backed all the way up to the tree, and I would drive drop it just off the rev limiter trying to get it going, man. Yeah, you don't need wheel speed. Oh man, dude, we had so much fun. Just wheeling the balls off of that thing. Just that, we could still bring that back again. It's not completely gone. You know where it's sitting. It needs all new brake lines. If you want to tackle that shitty of a project, <laughs> it'd be my okay, guess. Brake lines are not that hard. We just need to get it back to 10th Street. You know, yeah, let's get that tractor done first. <laughs> yeah, the tractor, then the MJ, then the Ocho or the uh, Mean Green. Then Ocho was my eighth Jeep that I owned. That's why it was called Ocho, and that was the one that we bought for my buddy joe when he got home from the military and uh then i ended up buying it off of him after he bought a he bought a tj didn't that have like the big tap out sticker on the back of that one? Oh, it had so <laughs> many stickers had all of them yeah it was a good jeep though it treated me really well, we well. called it the ocho because it was your eighth jeep you had owned right? yeah that's what i just said thanks for being a part of the conversation that. okay that i had owned um and then the MJ was KB. That stood for crazy bitch. Well, also, it kind of stood for Kelsey Brummer. Because yes. you were trying to date my wife's sister at the time. I was. I was. And <laughs> and, the, and it, she was pissing me off just as much as the had, Jeep you was. you had decided that she was crazy. And then when your Jeep did yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that was the picture for the podcast a couple we, weeks that's ago. That's when we started calling it KB, which was crazy bitch or Kelsey Brummer. Mm-hmm. Yep. One and the same. Yes. Um, and then my... I think you named Shaniqua, didn't you? Yeah, because she was so black that she was blue. And she had big old hips. She was a, yeah. it was a Dodge Dooley, 07 Dodge Dooley. And uh, it was long bed Dooley, big blue truck, and we called her called her Shanique for short. Um, I, just, I just remember that thing. Was it the, the dam or over there? Uh, by like Sarah going sideways across it after one of those like celebrity bartender like events that we had. It was wet outside, and I remember we were like all riding in that truck, and it was just going sideways across that bridge. Oh, the spillway at Lake Sarah. Yes, yep. yeah. That truck had crazy power. Yeah, we uh, we did some crazy stuff. My favorite memory, you were there for that, was the worst wheeling trip ever. We went to Interlake. No, was it Interlake? Yes. And it was like four inches of snow on the ground, and you got to basically go off-roading to get to the parking lot. Or and, used to. It's not like that anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, so I had it in four-wheel drive. And we're going up to the parking lot, and we get to the parking lot. It's completely empty. Nobody in it. So I just put it in third gear and just shit-stomped it and drifted. Four-wheel drive drifted truck and trailer around the whole circle of the parking lot. Just snow and black smoke rolling. Hey, you can't forget about that time you took it down to the... Uh the quarry down at the Badlands. And, and, all, all and them, gave you whiplash? Oh, yeah. All them people are looking at you because you put a flag on. They're like, you're not going to take that down there. Like, yeah, just watch me. Well, there was a mud hole down there in the quarry. And, like, everyone's like, oh, go for it. Go for it. And I was never one. I was like, all right, if someone pulls me out, I was like, I'm going to get stuck. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We got you. So I went through it once. They're like, oh, go to the deeper side. And I'm like, okay. Sure enough, I got stuck. Sam goes and basically hooks up his uh, dually to my Jeep. And the next thing I know, I just hear the turbo start spooling. I'm like, I am going to hurt. And he just dumps the clutch. I'm in danger. Oh, yeah. It was, it was bad. And like, it's the next thing I know, like, 
the wheel gets jerked from my hand and I am just like forcefully removed from that mud. Like I was like, holy cow. That was a, that was a lot of fun. 9,000 pounds and a thousand foot pounds of torque. It, there was a lot of bad stuff that I did after the influence of a little bit of adult beverages in that <laughs> truck. I remember that truck was never the same. We took it to Casey to, uh, the, the, ATV motocross track over in KZ. Okay. And they had a truck mud bog there that they dug and nobody was really hitting it. There was like a couple stock Ford Explorers or whatever. And it didn't seem like that big a deal. And I got liquored up and <laughs> put her I in just four. Imagine lo- that, that, that meme of Chris rock. Like that's you walking your truck to go do that. Oh yeah. They, everyone told me I wouldn't do it. So I did it. And that truck was never the same. Every time I was underneath it working on it, I got mud in my face every time. Did you make it? Oh yeah, I made it. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I, and I think if anyone knows Sam, Sam hates mud. Oh, hate it. Like he just like despises it. Like if he goes out with his razor, he stops by the beacon afterwards and like just power washes it. Yeah. I, I try to avoid it. But there's certain places wheeling down in Tennessee you, you can't. So I slow down as much as I can or whatever. But as far as slinging mud and getting it everywhere, it's it's not my thing. Unless I'm really, really drunk and somebody tells me I won't do it. And them Tennessee water holes down there, they were the nastiest smelling water I've ever smelled before. How long had it, how long had it been since a rain? Probably a while. It's pretty dry. Because if we go down there and it's rained and it like flushes all that out. Yeah. It, it's not bad because all the water coming off the mountain, it all it just flows out, and it's pretty clean water until it sits for a week or two, and then it gets pretty nasty. But I, I would say it's not as bad as Badlands mud. Badlands mud has a specific stink to it that I, I would say is probably worse, but I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I thought that that Tennessee mud, at least them holes and stagnant because you've got so many trails down there that nobody, like, you know, not always are ridden so it's like that if it's no rain that just sits there fair enough so anyway i only have one left and that would be the race truck that we talked about earlier that was my 2005 ram srt 10 viper truck had a 8.3 liter v10 viper motor in it um it was fast it would do burnouts right now and it would get me in lots and lots of trouble um Took it racing a couple times. It was disappointingly slow when timed, but for a 5,600-pound truck, it was moving pretty good. Um, I wonder how the, the regular cab it's a lot faster. version of those would be. It's a lot faster because that 68 RFE or whatever robs so much horsepower. Like the, the dyno numbers are pathetic. Literally, you have to spend like five grand on bolt-ons to get your motor horsepower stock to the wheels because i think 500 horsepower 505 foot pounds of torque at the crank and then at the wheels it's like 380 390 in a stock form so you got to do a shitload of work to get that power to the ground but yeah it uh i took it i remember running almost out of gas and then took it up to Cody's and put 10 gallon of 110 in it and uh, drove it up to Coles County and we raced it tailgate up, tailgate down and could never get it to 60 foot because it just spun because street tires on a non-prep racetrack just didn't really mix. But that was uh, 
it was just known as the race truck because it was a moving machine. It was rowdy. It was, it was definitely that. So that wraps up. I was kind of going through my list. Like everything after that doesn't have a name. I don't so know. didn't, didn't the, uh, your duster have a name? Didn't you guys call that fairground? No, that, of, that, no, that, that kind of describes the, the theme, the type the of vibe. build. Not really the name. It doesn't have a name. It's just the dart. We call it the dart. And my GTX is just called the GTX. Um, I guess nothing has really touched my soul in in in, in any other way well, to be named yet. Didn't, so. didn't I name your uh, two-door? Your two-door XJ? My red one? Yeah. I don't know. You name a lot of shit that I don't yeah, even and know. That's the thing I was wanting to point out in this episode. Like, I don't even believe in naming vehicles. Like... It's they're an inanimate object. I don't get emotionally attached. I'm a love them and leave them guy. <clears throat> but I'll buy, I'll buy a vehicle, and a week later, Jason be like, "So what'd you name it?" Like I haven't <laughs> named it at all. Yeah, I, I I'll I give think you that. Almost every one of my vehicles, Jason is named. Okay, so let's let's rewind then. What did you call my red XJ? I'm trying to think. I think I called it Clifford. <laughs> okay. I, I did. I did not know that. So how many other of my vehicles have you named without me knowing? Uh, I think I told you that there's that one. Is this like a consent thing? Can yeah. I like press charges? Uh, or? I mean, <laughs> yeah. What'd I you did. name his MJ? The, the, I don't know if I've really. I've, his second MJ. I have not worked on the MJ enough to actually come up with a name for it yet. It's like you got to, it's got to like come to you, you know? I'll be like, waiting with bated breath oh, to yeah. know the name. As soon as, as soon as I start digging into it, like I said, I've messed around with it a little bit outside before I got it put in the garage. Like, oh, the slave cylinder hurt my hand. It's yeah. the slave. <laughs> but I know that like you, you, there was one time where you had that, uh, that black uh, Wrangler, that four door Wrangler that I put a motor in. Yep. And uh, I called that Rip. Like R.I.P. and that was after, uh, like, because I think I was, I was the motor <laughs> locked up on it. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. That and I towed it to we towed it to Jason's yes, house by my Jeep. Yes. for like ten miles on a on a tow strap. It, it had a hurt motor. It had a it had a spun rod bearing, and it was in Effingham, and we had a motor for it. And I decided I would just drive it over to Jason's because he was going to put the motor in. And halfway there, it locked up on Route 40. I think you called me, and it was like two miles from my house. Yeah. Like, what you doing? (laughs) Hey, uh, you busy? (laughs) But that that thing had so many, like, random lights. So someone had a uh, cold air intake on it that someone put lights in the cold air intake. So you could flip a switch and the cold air intake would light up. The snorkel. The snorkel, yeah. JK yeah. guys, am I right? Right. Anybody who owns yeah. a JK would suck a dick for money, just <laughs> saying. Tell you what. $20 <laughs> well, is $20. <laughs> well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that like the, the stance of that Jeep, because it was just like, it was big and it was black. It had big tires on it. had that snorkel on it. It just looked like tough. And I think I was like watching Yellowstone one day and I was like, oh, oh this is this, be. I was like, this, this is, it's Rip. So I called that Rip for the longest time. Okay. What okay okay so that's two Clifford and Rip. What else have you named that I don't know about? I don't know what else has been over at my house that I've worked on that I my there, parts there. XJ. The, well, that, I don't surely you didn't name. I didn't name. I didn't name the parts XJ. That was the one that that guy from like yeah. I, I wonder if he even made it. He flat or toe dollied at home with a JK. Well, somehow you sold him that that. I mean, I completely Sam wanted to do a second gen interior swap on his mj so he bought a second gen cherokee to put in the mj so he had dropped it off at my house 
I think we there's the oil spot still on the MI street. Has to and, be. Yeah, where we uh, basically disconnected the transmission, the transfer case because it was separate from it. Had no motor, no trans, no nothing. I completely gutted the whole interior, took the whole dash out of it, and uh, I don't know. Sam was even talking about pulling the axle out of it, uh, and somehow he like talked to the guy out of it, had him pay him more money. And this guy shows up with a jet four door JK with a U-Haul tow dolly, and basically towed a carcass home from Eldamont all the way to St. Louis. And I don't know, would he pay like $500 for that? Like, there's nothing in that Jeep. I, th- I think it was more than that. He, he paid me like $500 in cash and then gave me a 241 with a slip yoke eliminator in it and a cow piece for the MJ and a good front fender for the yeah. MJ. Like, he brought me more parts than he took home and then paid me $500 and left. That, that's, <laughs> that's my man Sammy. You know, he's a salesman. <laughs> so, I remember sell a ketchup popsicle to you were over, white gloves. I think you were over that. I'm that, proud. That, 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 my house that night where you were, like, messaging back and forth. They're like, oh, yeah, like, no, no, like, I can't, I can't, just can't take that. Like, I got, and I was like, oh, my Jason God. Jason was like, mind blown. Oh, yeah. Like, so I was like, yep, Sam's destined to be a salesman. Somehow, in my opinion, that's one of the best sales you ever made because that guy like got nothing for what he paid for. What uh, What'd you name the blue WJ you worked on forever? I don't know that one. I can't remember. That was the why, one. Why do you feel like you need to name everything? Well, I I don't I don't know. It's like it's like you even my uh, my coworkers at work. Like I you have, name them. I have nicknames <laughs> for all my coworkers at work. I've, nice. Yeah. Like you, you go ask any one of them. They've all they've all got uh, nicknames like. For instance, you know, you know, Jimmy Price. He's, uh, uh, I think, we call him Bobby Hill because he kind of looks like uh, old Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. <laughs> damn okay. it, Bobby! <laughs> yeah. So that basically, when something happens, like damn it, Bobby. Um, What's Dave's nickname? Oh, can you repeat it on the air? Oh, we pretty much, <laughs> we pretty much. I'm <laughs> breaking up. <laughs> no, that that's easy. Pretty much, we all anyone. When we refer to him, we just call him Daddy Dave. Daddy Dave. Yeah. I was going to say like Fabio or something because he's got gorgeous hair. I mean, Mullet Man. I Mullet mean, Man, okay. But that that's like the song, you know, just to the tune of Rocket Man, but Mullet Man. Oh, yeah. yeah I know. can hear it in my head right now. <laughs> Coming in your hair up here alone. What's what's your nickname for me? Do uh, I want to know? DJ <laughs> yeah. Sammy Sam. DJ oh, yeah. Sammy Sam. Okay, okay. all right. Remember because he used to spin at church. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a record scratch thing on here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use sound effects near enough. But that, uh, that was always DJ Sammy Sam because, you know, you always talked about, like, remember we talked about, like, church being like a club, like, God is good, God is great. Yep. That, it was, Sam, we, so anytime we did anything on the weekends, we always had to be back to town by Sunday morning because Sam did the audio visual. For church. Just, just the visual for church. But we... Of course, being good friends, gave him mad shit about it. Well, you have to. I mean, the, come on. The, the irony was, I didn't even do anything with the soundboard. I did the overhead projector, but I, apparently that still made me a disc jockey or something. So, <laughs> like, even my dad would get in. Oh, Sam, you got the lights flashing good at church this week? <laughs> sure do, dog. Sure shoot. do. So we would like be at the lake all weekend and have to come home for Sunday morning. Sam would go do his thing at church, and then we would go back to the lake Sunday afternoon. Man, we didn't know how good we had it back then. No, we didn't. And no. then, I don't. Like I said, I I don't know. I just I know like at work, 
you know, names are hard to remember, so I just like give people nicknames so you don't have to like <laughs> worry about it. Names are hard. <laughs> names are hard. Words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> so you just get you give like I don't know, like there's some there's one guy one guy that Why say lot word when you can say little? Well there's one guy like in the thing the thing is, is like anytime like a new person comes and starts at work, they're always like they always everyone just like looks at me. They're like, "All right, what's his name gonna be?" Like, you know, <laughs> you're the guy. You're the name guy. So I'm I'm pretty much the name guy at work. So yeah. <laughs> speaking so I guess of which, I, my brother listened to the inside joke episode, and we are still on speaking terms. So oh, that's good. That's I good. I was a little worried about that. When, when's he When's he headed home? Uh, now he's he should be home now. Damn it! I was gonna get a neck adjustment. So I just got a message just now on my phone from a listener, Zeth. He says, damn it, Sam, your podcast just made me buy another project I'm not going to finish. I spent way too much time on Marketplace recently. So shout out to Zeth. That's what we like to hear. I feel that on an emotional level. (laughs) Okay. So, So Jason, you've named pretty much all my vehicles. So let's start with my black YJ that had the LS1 in it. Oh, pretty much we named that MIB. So we need to explain each letter. Yeah, why did why? at a time? Yeah, well, I guess you should explain that your your wife uh, has a dog, and what is that? A Basinji Terrier mix. So yeah, so now it's Laren's dog. It's yeah. not even Dozer's dog. Yeah, it was Laren's dog. It okay, was, in fairness, I mean it kind of showed up on Laren's doorsteps. So, I mean, kind of. I don't Laren's think dog. we were married then. Were I don't. We? No. I, no, you weren't. No, I think it showed up over there when they were in Hartville, wasn't it? Uh, no, in Missouri. Missouri. So. Um, Basically, his name's Monty, and we call him Montel. Montel, yeah. And he is a Basinji Terrier mix, and he is just wound for sound. And anytime you mention the word Jeep, he would always just go like almost like batshit crazy, and he'd like jump up in the Jeep and get all such excited. And uh, anything with a steering wheel, he was all about it. Oh, yeah. Or like that one time we were putting the rocket in uh, Dozer's Jeep. I remember there's a picture of him, like we were sitting there spinning the. Uh, alternator and he was just sitting there barking at the barking at the alternators he's high strung oh yeah montel is the ride or die dog yes for sure but i don't know somehow we uh we the jeep was black and montel was like anytime we were out in the garage montel would always jump up in that and like he was just always in the jeep and i think we just start calling it mib for montel's inner blackness which which montel williams uh, TV show host, I think is that's where the Montel came from for yeah. Monty. So that's I just became because it, it had kind of a wound for sound attitude of its own that Jeep did. So oh yeah, that's kind of where the correlation became. Yeah, that was it was a Jeep YJ Wrangler that someone had put a LS1 out of a Firebird in. You sold the uh, your M1009 or whatever it was to. And then you bought that, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And if you would brake torque it and then let off and hammer it, it would pull one front wheel off the ground about three inches. Still have a picture of that or a video yeah, of that I think somewhere. We have a video of yep. it. I think I <laughs> took the, the video. The Hop of Coke can, three quarter race can. Yes, it was. Yeah. Then we, we had to take the whole transmission apart because yeah. whoever put the transmission in decided not to seat the converter right and yeah, it just tore the pump up. And I lost a wheel off of it because my friends are dickheads. <laughs> not me, Jason, and uh, was it me and Kyle? No, it was Eric. Oh, you and that's Eric right. and Kyle switched wheels and tires on my Jeep, well, and then I, did not tighten the lug nuts. Well, I mean, it was one of those things. That we I, thought you would do it later. They said. Well, I mean, I think never their fault. What, what, what was the premise behind that? It's I think it was kids someone. Days. Wasn't it Kyle had a Jeep and he wanted to test or test out to see? He if, had a. 
<clears throat> he had a YJ, I think, or a TJ that he had, had a TJ that he painted green that had real aggressive tires on it. And mine had all trains and he wanted to switch cause he wanted to sell his and thought it'd be easier to sell. And I remember <laughs> those were Q 78s. Okay. That was the tire size was Q 78. Okay. It was like a 36, 10, 50. Nice. Nice. So that was MIB. What else we got that you named of yeah, dozers? What else have you named? Oh, I remember the my JK now. Oh yeah, that one's easy. Oh yeah, that was pretty much the uh, someone went and did a rhino lined paint job on the outside. It basically looks like Linex, basically, but it's colored, and it, so it looks it's orange and black, and it just basically looks like orange peel. So I just decided to call it Jeep orange peel because of the texture. Because of the, of the paint texture, yeah. texture and the Jeep is orange. So, did you have a name for my red Jeep? Uh, I don't remember. That's a no. I don't think we did. I don't think. I don't think we ever like. I think I don't think I rode in that or worked on that enough to actually name it. I don't know. Like my so, truck is just the Mega Cab. Yep. Then I remember your your Dart that you bought, the one that you had the you talked about in one of your previous episodes about that story about that guy. I think we called that Dartel. Just because we called everything Montel. Yeah, like we just started we that. We had a wiener dog. We called him Weentail. Oh, Dozetail. Yeah. Everything I'm, had a tell. I'm thinking. Suffix. I, yeah, because I have my we dogs. so stupid. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> well, see, I, Let's be honest. I have Maverick, and we called him Mavtel. And I think we still call him Mavtel occasionally to this day. So, just Monty has entered almost every aspect Monty of our lives. Monty has shaped our lives. He has. We, I love that dog. We may or may not have almost killed him a time or two. But. <laughs> With alcohol poisoning and fireworks. <laughs> yeah. The fireworks, man, that was bad. So you 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 name a lot of other shit, too, just came to me. The crick next to Dozer's first house. Oh, yeah. You would, Ugh. we would dip our Jeeps down the crick and then try to climb this well, hill. Well, okay, I guess, I guess we should back up that, like, at that point in time, that's what, what I was living over at Dozer's house, uh, me and OMK. And oh, I well, hold on. Now we got to talk about OMK. Well, I mean, OMK was living there at the same point in time. Okay, why did we call him OMK? Uh, call OMK, I guess I guess I came up with that name, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, like every name. Yeah, so uh, OMK is actually our friend Eric Custer, and I call him Old Man Custer because that he would go to bed at like 8, 8 o'clock. 8, 8 yeah, we, o'clock we'd be like, we're like 22 years old, like staying up till the sun comes up, and Eric's in bed at 9 o'clock. Like, the, like still to this day. Got to clean the shed. <laughs> Still to, still to this day, that that kid when we worked when we worked over or lived there, he worked probably what five minutes from your house, and I remember like he had to be at work at eight or something like that, and at like seven fifty five, I hear his truck start up and immediately go straight to reverse out the back of the drive, like down the driveway, like there was no pause in between, no like let the truck you know warm up or nothing like that. It was just Rumbert! and he was going back, and I was like, holy cow, uh, but yeah, so. I remember I had my dog, and I used to walk my dog over by that creek, and I think my dog shit over there. And so, like... And that's where we would shovel the scooped-up dog shit <laughs> yeah, down that hill. Right. And the, the reason we dipped off, and we always talked about dipping off into that creek, but then there was the failed Harlan trip when uh, Shaniqua blew a head gasket. Oh, yes. Because we, we were all loaded up that day, and we were uh, pretty much ready to go. Went to go to the uh, gas station to get gas, and all of a sudden... Sam noticed that, what was it, unless you stopped, you, like, lost heat. And you're like, crap, mm-hmm. like, this is, like... I know what that means. Which, yeah. that was, like, the dead giveaway that Dave told us about. Like, dead giveaway. Yeah, if your heater goes cold, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, we, at that point in time, like, the next day, we were all kind of bummed, like, well, we ain't, we ain't gonna go wheeling. And uh, 
then the next day they're like, hey, just dip your Jeep off in the creek. And like, so I guess I should back up that when I was going to the community college, I did uh, get in trouble with the uh, the police for what they call urban wheeling. Yeah. Me, me and old Ryan Goodrich. And uh, they... You like going to court and everything, didn't Oh, you? yeah. Like him and I did. We did. It was basically... Did a hard time. Oh, it was a mud puddle at the end of a dead-end street and a alleyway. And we were just dipping off, like, in between class, just getting basically our trucks as muddy as possible. And uh, pretty much we did want to have to do, like, 30 hours community service because they thought we were, like, tearing up the lawn. And the first judge we went to, they're like, oh, like... You know, if you were 19, I could understand this, but we were like, I don't know. Grown ass men. We were like, we were like 20 years old. Like, oh, if you were like 16, like I could understand this, but not, not this. And I was like, okay. Then we did our 30 hours community service, which is like the most BS community service that you could ever do. Cause we wound up like doing it through like the prosecutor. We go to like their place and like, Hey, like go over, like gave us an address. I like, go over to this lady's house and go like, you know, reseed her lawn and, or, like, go, like, cut her weeds down or something like that. And every day we'd take, like, a half-hour break and go down to, like, McDonald's or, like, Burger King, get food and take a break. And, Slackers. Uh, yeah. And then we went back to the judge, and the judge was like, oh, like, you know, I, you know, I, when she asked me how old we were, I told her, and she's like, oh, I remember that age. All right, you guys are good. And it's like, why can we have what you What the first? hell? It's like, why can we have you first? But. Uh, Where were we? Oh, yeah. Dog shit hill. Oh, dog shit hill. So. I back down in there, and of Short course, story long. so yeah, exactly. So of course, I get all the way back down to the bottom of the creek, and of course, I think Sam's, you know, that asshole friend's like, "Cops, cops, cops, cops!" <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, shit. So of course, I start panicking, dump the clutch, and I'm just, I'm just like fighting for tearing, my own, tearing the shit out of everything. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there trying, I'm spinning, I'm doing whatever I can to get out, and like, of course, like I'm just freaking out. They're laughing their ass off, but I can't see them. I'm in the jeep at the bottom of this creek, and. uh then at that point in time, I think I think at that point uh, they went and pulled me out. I think you backed off into that creek, and then you want to broke broke your fourteen bolt in uh, KB that day. We're like well, the Dana sixty, I broke oh, a ring yeah. gear. So we're like, well, glad it didn't happen at uh, while we were wheeling. So it was probably a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yep. And then you named the off road course at Dozer's new house. Oh yeah. So back in uh, twenty twenty, you know, COVID times. Uh, Dozer and I decided that we were going to start cutting trails behind his house to make a Jeep trail. And uh, we actually started doing it by hand. We had a chainsaw and we started just, you know, taking little things down here and there. Then he got smart and we called in Ryan Brandt. He came in with, uh, what was that, Bobcat with basically. Yeah, shout out to Ryan. We basically talk about him in every episode. Absolutely. Yeah, he needs to be a guest. Uh, he, he was mad I talked about him by name on the burnout episode. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you didn't mention my name, did you? Like, it's fine. I told your dad at your wedding yeah, he was cool with it. Everybody knows. <laughs> it's not a secret anymore. Everyone knew back then. Yeah. But we had him come in with, like, a bush hog, and we're like, all right, we kind of point, like, we want to go here, 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 and he kind of cleared that out. Well, like, after we cleared it out, we were taking his red Jeep uh, that we had. We were going down the trail. And, of course, you know, they've talked about in previous episodes that Dozer's got chickens at his house. Well, all of a sudden, we we stopped. We're walking the trail, get back in the Jeep to go. And then, like, it was kind of quiet. And I was in here, like, where the hell did that come from? Look in the back seat of the Jeep, and there's a chicken sitting in the Jeep. Like, it, like, <laughs> it, the chicken had rode with us the whole like, way. It found its way into the Jeep. <laughs> and so, at that point in time, uh, we affectionately, like, called the uh, uh, 
what do you call it? The trail behind his house, chicken holler. Mm-hmm. So. Then we have a, uh, a hill climb by my mailbox. We used to call Mailbox Hill. And then... Uh, Shocker. Yeah. And then there was... I found like three box turtles on that hill. I think so White, now, White then named So that, now we call it Turtle Hill. Okay. So what, what, what else have we named here? <laughs> Which sidebar... My dad and his friend or something were turkey hunting, and the guy came back. He's like, "I seen two snapper or two box turtles, uh, you know, fornicating." So <laughs> <laughs> their nickname for that guy was Two Turtles Fucking." <laughs> that's <laughs> so awesome. that's what his Indian name would be. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So maybe it's just not reserved for Jason to name I people. I guess not. Speaking uh, of which, also sidebar, did you see that, that buck that I tagged you in? Like, yes. <laughs> the dude shot a deer with his pants around his ankles. Like, that is legendary. There's, there's literally, like, like oil paintings of guys taking a shit, and there's, like, a big deer, and they're, like, reaching for it. Like, people buy them, like, on Whitetail Unlimited auctions yeah. and stuff. Perfect for the hunting cabin bathroom. That's right. That's right. So anyway, that must happen. I mean, it's statistically bound, bound to happen. To admit. Yeah. So when I've obviously not had too much to drink because I can say that word. So statistics. Statistically. Say statistics. <laughs> I called my wife <laughs> drunk in the clown this weekend. It didn't go well. It did not go well. It <laughs> no. Did not go well. Jeez. Did she do that thing you like? Shut up and leave, <laughs> leave me alone. Me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh man, um, what else is Jason? Why do you just? Why do you have to name everything? What is like? That's I've been waiting for this podcast just to know. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I just it just it's a gift, really, yeah. and I just or can't turn it, it off. Handicap? I don't know what else to say. <laughs> gift a <laughs> handicap. Name name name. No matter what. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like I, I feel that it's like too. It's that the names it, go up and they stay there. <laughs> Well, it's like if I if I got a vehicle and like I know that like if I'm naming a vehicle, then it's something that I'm gonna like care about. So what what's the name of your, your white truck? Oh, Baymax. Baymax. Have you ever, you ever seen the the movie? Uh, it's a cartoon. I don't know what. You're probably right. not. Me, yep, no. Big Big Hero Six. Definitely no, you're not. Losing me quick. Oh. Well, I said. So if, people with kids will know this. I'm yeah, guessing. Oh yeah. If you've ever I seen have, Big I Hero, kids, I don't know this. You ever, if you've ever seen Big Hero Six, it's it's uh, kind of like this. The, this kid's brother made this as kind of like a, it's almost like a robot, but it's almost like inflatable, kind of like the Marshmallow Man almost. And it's just, it's just a big and white. And that's just kind of like when I saw that truck, that was the first name that popped into my head was Baymax. And then I, I think I realized that I was doomed like when I saw that truck and I'm like, Baymax. I'm like, oh crap, I'm keeping this thing. And it's like, nope, nope, got to flip it. And then what do you know here to this day, I'm still driving it. So. Drove it to my house tonight. I did. So. I did. Yeah. My, my girlfriend's upstairs. I said, well, I think she called, uh, called you guys my hoodlums. When t- what time are your hoodlums getting here? And then you you pulled up in the truck. I said, I think my hoodlums are here. And yeah, at she least goes, you didn't fucking rev it up outside. Your house. I was waiting for it because she goes, what the hell is he driving? I said, his straight pipe Chevy truck. I was like, wait for it. He'll rev it up. And then you didn't. She was disappointed. Oh, but I, after a 20 hour round trip towing a trailer to uh, Tennessee, he did decide he needed my I do. Like, the, the, I guess my truck is, I did buy it off of Facebook Marketplace as a deal. The motor was blown in it, so I never heard it run. But the guy that I bought it from was like, oh, like, don't worry. Like, it's got a uh, custom exhaust on there. 
and so I never knew what the truck actually sounded like until the moment that I replaced the motor and fired it up and sure enough the uh the custom exhaust is actually straight pipe straight out the back into duels so totally custom oh yeah so when we were going down to tennessee i was pulling my trailer and uh we were going underneath the uh we're going into louisville and you're going underneath the underside of that bridge one half was construction i mean that thing was just echoing off of the construction barrier k rails on one side metal roof above you and then there's that like that there's that small tunnel that you drive through and I wanted to catch a video of it, but holy crap. You, down, you downshifted, oh, didn't you? you know of course what? you did. You know I did. Like, Hell yeah. You betcha, yeah. You, you, betcha. Can't, you cannot not do that. So. I just, my favorite part of that tunnel is every time I Snapchat Sam, I'm going through a tunnel. Because that's our kind of inside joke thing. Did we cover that? Like, in the, in I, no, I don't think so. But anytime so. we're talking on the phone and we just are over the conversation, like, like well, well, I'm going, going through, through a tunnel. A tunnel. <laughs> I'm going to lose. Yeah, sorry. So, so yeah. then every time he goes through the actual tunnel, he snatches <laughs> like, well, got to go. <laughs> going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I did decide that like my kids sitting in the back seat, they just, they're just real soft-spoken. And uh, when I'm trying to like listen to what they have to say, like I just cannot hear them. And then after about like the third time that I ask them, like, "What did you say?" and they're still not talking any louder, then they get like upset and pissed off with me. So I'm like, "Yeah, I probably need to put them off around this thing." But or you could be deaf after riding in that could truck. Could be both. I mean, from working in the automotive industry and then doing industrial maintenance and like lack of ear protection, you know, whatnot, and, and you know, safety third, that sort of thing. Uh, I would not doubt it if I'm like partly deaf you know mm, indeed what else have you named is your do you have any of your jet skis named uh i don't think i actually named my did jet you name ski. your suburban uh well the uh which one the one your ex-wife took from you oh yeah definitely what was its name fancy like oh uh, no actually no his name was reba sorry and the reason that we named it reba because of fancy because it's a reba song the, because like that thing was loaded with like every option you could have it had like the dvd player like the heated seats everything so we named it fancy gotcha so anyway we got reba and then oh yeah they uh so that was named reba because like i said she had about every every option imaginable on her and then the, the one before it i just called it the bourbon so you know kind of like the drink and uh yeah oh like the drink not yeah. the burb the bourbon bourbon mm-hmm. yeah okay uh did were any of your uh focus you had two ford focuses did they have names uh you didn't yes name what? yes my my uh the the red one i don't know if i ever gave it a name because technically it started off as my dad's and then i bought it off of him but my black one that i had uh four door zx5 I actually named it Lizzie. Dang. Yeah, I actually named it Lizzie. And the reason that I named it Lizzie was the fact that it was black with black interior. And, you know, going back to Henry Ford's uh, motto back with the Model T, a customer can have it in any color so long as it's black. So, the re- and you know the reason why Model Ts were all painted black, right? Because it was cheaper? It was, it was actually the paint, black paint dried faster. So they could basically more, uh, mass produce the Model T's quicker by painting them all the same color because you're not changing anything out, and the black paint dried faster. So, I like I said, I called that one Lizzie. So where does it, where do you so get Lizzie, Lizzie come, come from? Black oh, paint. sorry. Oh, oh, the the, uh, <laughs> the the Model T was affectionately known as the Tin Lizzie. Wow, <laughs> we are really connecting dots on this mother trucker. What? No, it's true. Look at the this. model. T- 
That's a, Gee, uh, objection, Your Honor. Speculation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're reaching. You're reaching. You're well, reaching big time. <laughs> I, I forget why they actually called it the Tin Lizzie, but like I said, the Model Ts were affectionately known as the Tin Lizzie. So, so if you guys know why it was called the Tin Lizzie, please email yeah, us. Yeah, please. <laughs> actually, we don't, give a, know. we don't give a shit. <laughs> don't email us. <laughs> they, they don't care. Uh, My asshole friends. Okay, okay, okay. So the red one didn't have a name. Um, did your bullnose have a name? I, I, all honesty, I never had the bullnose long enough. But, you know, going back to, like, I think your first episode about vehicles that got away, that, that, that honestly was the one that got away. Like, I wish I had that one back. We, should, we need a list of questions to ask guests. Like, like, what is a vehicle you've sold that you wish you had back? Yeah, so get on that. Why do you feel like you need to name things? <laughs> like, every, every guest, why do you name your vehicles? I, I, I don't. Who well, does good it? Call. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am, for you. Good for you. I'm probably in the minority, I would say. Um. Shoot. Do you have anything else that you've named? Did you name my uh, blue XGA? Did that have a name? The two-door? Yeah, I just called it the two-door, I thought. I think we just call it two-door. I don't think we have anything special for it. Hmm. I don't know. What What else have you... How many vehicles have you owned, Jason? Yeah, I don't think it's been question. that many. It hasn't been. Huh, we uh, got to get those numbers up. I know. I, I, those are when you, when you guys start talking about, I nearly got 40 vehicles or whatnot, like uh, I, I've got, like, I'm pretty sure... Let's see, I've got my Jeep that I have right now, my 92 Jeep Cherokee. That was the first vehicle I've ever owned, and I still own it to this day. I had a, I did have a 97 XJ. It was a, The purple one? No, 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 no. It was a 97 uh, four-door, two-wheel drive. Lame. I know. Yeah, in college. Did that okay. have a name? And you had to disconnect the transmission harness and jumper it so it would start. Oh, yeah. because We've all heard the story. Well, apparently. <laughs> no, not uh, the, really. The neutral safety switch didn't work. And back then, neutral safety switches were like $200 for that thing. So I was like, well, screw that. Like, I'm just going to found it on, uh, I think it was off a of Pirate or something like that, where you could just jumper the uh, the harness for it. So it would start in any gear and the check engine light would be on. But I was like, I no big. I don't care. Is it is it truly it a vehicle? It was lifted more than his wheeling vehicle. Damn. Damn. So the purple Jeep you did had. Did you have a name for that? Mm. Yeah, we did. Oh, it, of course. It was uh, Forky. No, that that's the not the purple. Jeep. I meant your two wheel drive. The two wheel drive. Oh, one. my two wheel drive Jeep. No, I, I don't. I don't think I really had that one long enough to really name it. Okay, like, let's let's fast forward to your purple Jeep that you daily drove for a couple of years. Oh yeah, and then wrecked. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I picked up a '99 Cherokee, four liter automatic, four wheel drive, four door, and I picked it up for five hundred dollars. And I would consider it kind of like a it was kind of like a diamond in the rough. Like I got it for cheap, and it just had mismatched tires on it. Kind of like Clifford. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean. When, and uh, I, put, I think I put a set of. T- I bought it for five hundred dollars. I think I put a set of tires on it for like three hundred dollars. So I spent almost as much money in tires as I did for the whole Jeep. But I was drove that for a couple of years, and I was driving to work one day, and the S curves. It was icy one day, and I was going like twenty mile an hour across the uh, the first bridge, going from uh, Aldermont into Effingham. And she went sideways, and I, I, I would say I kissed the guardrail, guardrail with the uh, right front corner, 
And no sooner did I stop. French it's... kissed the guardrail. <laughs> well, the, like, the the damage wasn't that bad. Kissing, like, like you're kissing your sister. Like <laughs> you could have fixed that damage for about like two hundred dollars. But then I, as soon as I stopped, there was a Dodge Ram that came and just hit me in the right rear. Ram. And it yeah, it it no it's it, ram. It did not dodge. It rammed for sure. <laughs> and uh, so that was all. It was all banged up. It somehow missed the tailgate. It missed the window, and it missed the rear axle, and just put a nice big dent right in the rear quarter. And because it was a five hundred dollar vehicle, I just had liability only on it. I was like, just the beater with a heater. And so insurance wouldn't do nothing about it because it was like you know they consider ice act of God that sort of thing. So I just drove it around. Well, because it was all banged up. Safe and, auto. Yeah, because it was all banged up and messed up. Uh, we got to calling it Forky. Which, if any of you have seen Toy Story, Toy Story Four, and they have Forky, and it basically says trash, like I am trash, and that was pretty much my Jeep. It looked like trash. trash. You're just like me, <laughs> trash. And that 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 was. Is that, this our vacation, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Are we trash? <laughs> and I and I honestly think, or I feel that like. I got more attention with that from the police than I did any other vehicle of our own. Like I feel like they actually like followed me. I got pulled over from my house. A you look like a drug dealer. That's pretty much what it looked like because it was all beat up. But it ran in the drug drove. user. If he's drug, a drug dealer, yeah. you'd have a nice vehicle. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. So it, I got pulled over a block from my house like for a uh, license plate light. He's and probably I, one of them weed snorters. Yeah. So His lungs probably look like yeah. a walnut. But yeah, that, that, was, that was forky. And Forky met the untimely demise when the motor locked up, and we just took it to the junkyard and watched them. Just snap. I remember. You could have got five hundred dollars out of that from some asshole from St. Louis. What were you thinking? <laughs> I got, I got, I got five hundred dollars from the junkyard. For okay, it. that's good. That's a good I point. Was, I was just laughed because it blew up on Jason. Like it was knocking for like four months, and he goes, "What is this happening to me?" You knew it was. Like, it was knocking for four months. Jesus, <laughs> I don't have any luck. Well, my like- soup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Shoot. So that was the purple XJ. You never yeah. could have seen this coming. Is that the end of your vehicles? I I've had two Focuses, three XJs. Dude, I mean, start buying the, more the two Bourbons. Just it's it's sell, co- it's sell quality, your truck, not right quantity. Is it? It's not though. It's not. It's not. Variety is well, the spice I of life. I had I had the Maverick there at one point. Time. Okay, yeah, yeah. You did have a Maverick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. and then I then I traded the Maverick to Dozer for my uh, Danis Kingpin sixty front <laughs> axle. My Jeep for a whole car. What? What did you name the Maverick? It was just. I think it was just Mav. The Mav. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That that it's goes so back poetic. to your life is poetry. I think we could sum that whole, the whole episode up as Jason's life is poetry, yeah. because he looks at everything through rose-colored glasses, which is one thing we love about Jason. But like, there's always a deeper meaning to everything, even if there isn't, he finds one. <laughs> yes. And that's not a bad thing; he just does. Like, you and and the only reason, and and I hate to say this, it's not a it's not a slam, but he got a black lab named it Maverick from Top Gun because Top Gun's what your favorite movie of all time. Yep. So then it was only poetic that there was a car that was called a Maverick. So he, not that he needed one or wanted one, but he needed, it just had to because of the name. Well, it was like, I, I still secretly, even though I got a Jeep, I still really want a 
cruiser or like a go fast car and I just know that like you can't have a Jeep and have a go fast vehicle like there has to be like watch you know, me yeah. <laughs> well I'm just saying is that, like literally you can't you a, can't a, have a, a Jeep sanctioning body called Jeep speed well but that's like racing though you know but either way like I I still secretly always have wanted a go fast vehicle and I still want to go fast vehicle since before Dixie yeah so alternate universe you bought a iroc camaro instead of a jeep cherokee would it have had dixie horns and been named dixie probably okay like i had the dixie horn like i said for about a week or two before i even bought the jeep so like whatever i owned it was going in and could it like i said could the name have been dixie i don't know probably but it's just it fit that the jeep and Dixie. Like if and, you would have got like a blue Toyota Camry. Oh, that would have been that, Dixie. That would not have happened though. The, I mean, think about think about where life takes you because he was, you know, had the He's, horn for for whatever he bought, and he could have easily come away with any number of different cars. But I mean, if you want to get deep, he is sitting in this room today because because he, of his Jeep. Yeah, and and so my first vehicle was that. Well, the commando, but my first daily was that truck. And before we bought that, I looked at, like, I was big into Fast and the Furious. And, like, I looked at uh, several uh, Mitsubishi Eclipses. And I looked at, uh, like, a couple RX-7s. And, like, I was going to buy me a rice rocket tuner. You know, I could, I mean, I could have, I, I, I could is easily been sitting here today with a big old mod vape box driving a Subaru. <laughs> I mean, it's a slippery slope. Getting a DUI. Getting a DUI. From what Kyle said. Yeah, what? (laughs) So. Did anybody fact check that? I don't know. I don't know. I I find that hard to believe. But going back to what they were saying is that, like, I, it's crazy to think, but I owe pretty much everywhere, everything in my life to my Jeep. And where I am at today is basically a direct result of because of my Jeep. So if I didn't have my Jeep, then I would not have met uh dozer and if i didn't well, met- i was trying to steal your girl yeah. oh yeah but i like i said i took the bullet for you on that one so you're welcome <laughs> yeah so blessed if, if i didn't have the jeep then i would have met dozer then i wouldn't have met uh any of what i consider my effingham like you know buddies like sam and you know omk and whatnot and if I didn't meet them, then I would never have moved here, and I never would have uh, started working at Stevens. Started work at Stevens, I never would have met my now ex-wife. I never would. Have, I never would have, <laughs> would have never gotten divorced. <laughs> yeah, but, but, thanks, but Dozer. You, thanks, you, Dozer, for yeah. knowing that. You don't know that for <laughs> but, sure. But like I said, I don't. I don't hold any resentment on that because, like I said, if I didn't meet my now ex-wife, I wouldn't have my kids, and I absolutely love my kids. So, like. My kids are basically, I consider, a result of my Jeep. And basically, the reason that I'm sitting in this room today is because of my Jeep. So so let's take this moment to talk about your newest Jeep adventure. What's that? Your kids and your Jeep. And your YouTube channel. Oh. Come on. What is that, he says. Well, I was trying You've to figure out where you're going with that. So you, you need to take a lesson in marketing. Probably. Yeah, I, I, I missed out on that in college, I guess. Uh, so I have decided that like, I am very passionate about Jeeps. Uh, I mean, I've got a Jeep Cherokee, uh, tattoo, um, on my bicep of a, uh, grill. sidebar, his Jeep he owns Dixie <laughs> is a first gen is a first gen. 
and his tattoo is of a second gen. <laughs> so now he has to change his gene. No, it's always yes, been. Yes, you do. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. It's always been in the plan that I want to do a second, a second gen. <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted a second gen Crunch Cliff. Second I, I gen have. interiors are trash. It's true. I, I'll it's save it for true. It's not true. It's true. Second. For, I said you can I don't argue, even like cup holders. <laughs> Airbags, what are those? We would die like real men, that's for sure. I I personally and like people can dis- disagree with me, but I I believe that the second gen XJ body style is better than the first gen, but the first gen interior feels way bigger than the second gen, and I really like the first gen interior I minus the fact that they didn't come with cup holders from the factory or any creature comforts. It doesn't matter. It's that's what enhances the driving experience. You're one with the vehicle. Are you though? Yeah. No. Here we go. The manual transmission guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. It's like a, I'm one yeah. with the vehicle. Yeah, which needs to come back out. But that's a different story. I, I got some couple synchros. An AW4, you'd be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Easy there, Josh Stork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. It, but either way, I just I know. Shout I, out to Josh. So <laughs> he's a listener. <laughs> So I just it's going off the rails big time here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I love working on Jeeps. I love talking about Jeeps. Uh, Sam and Dozer have both dropped Jeeps off at my house for me to work on, and uh, I just I had you work on the Jeep. Uh, no, you had me work on your Chevy truck, that white Chevy mm-hmm. truck, and then I've worked on your Mega Cab. I worked on your Mega Cab before. Was both, before I owned it. Both are not Jeeps. You did wow. work on my my gray Dodge. You fixed the uh, BS. Well, I yeah the the trailer wiring. I, hey, I've come over to your house and worked on your Jeep. There you go. Um, I've worked on <laughs> I've worked on Sam's. You came over to my house so I could work on your Jeep. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I went to your uh, house to work on your Jeep. I've worked on multiple. Why do we have these vehicles that need so much work? Because. We're not smart. We just keep buying <laughs> We're <junk>. not smart. <laughs> Fair enough. We, we love shit boxes, I guess. But I've worked on multiples of Sam's Jeeps over at my house. Um, and I just decided that, like, I already, like, my kids, I've already got them out in the garage. I started working on my Jeep. Uh, I've had them working on my uh, my tow rig. Start changing, helping them, showing them how to change the U-joint out of my truck, change brakes out on my truck. So I decided that, like, I don't know, when I'm at home and I've got, like, doing things around the house i i be honest that my they always give me shit i watch a lot of youtube how many hours per month of youtube screen time do you have you can look it up if you go to your youtube profile report back your next episode let us know your monthly uh, consumption of youtube yeah that would probably be bad but uh there there's several different uh channels that i like watching pretty much all of them are kind of wheeling related and i just like it kind of stems back to a trip that we took back from koh in uh beginning of this year that we i think the question was asked it might have been cody that asked it like if you did not uh if money was not an object what would you do for a living and for me i don't know like i would love to like Basically, kind of be like a wheeling influencer, like work on Jeeps, you know. Content creator. Content creator. There you go. So I decided that there was nothing stopping me from that except myself. So I decided that I was going to try to make a YouTube channel uh, with my kids and uh, kind of like do a little bit of like, you know, working out in the garage and wheeling and whatnot. And so 
uh, we decided to call that, uh, thanks to a coworker of mine, he came up with the name Blonde Locks and Big Rocks because all my, three of my kids are all blonde hair, blue eyes, and uh, I kind of got the first episode out. <laughs> and uh, very erased. <laughs> dude, they'll, they'll be honest. Like as people say, like, what is it? Like if you if you it'll take like an hour of like editing to have like two or three minutes of footage and like they're not joking that's a real that. thing it's a real thing but basically he was like my two asshole buddies start a podcast in their basement like it can't be uh, that hard to start a youtube channel well pro tip that's why we're on podcast not on video <laughs> yes we do no editing essentially sam adds the intro music and that is it basically it so i i've been playing around Should with have it started a podcast yeah wow but I, to, Rookie. I, I don't want to copy you guys, you know. Stupid idiot. So I just, you know, started to uh, try and uh, work on that. Like I got kind of an introduction episode out, and I'm working on editing uh, a second episode, which is like mine and Dozer's uh, trip down to Windrock that we took. You Are know, you gonna pay for the video editor on that one? Well, I've been I've been playing around. That's a no. Well, no, no, no. Like I've been playing around with different uh, different video editors. Someone op- or turned me on to some open source. Uh, software, which that's what I'm using right now is open source audio software. Yeah. So I've been, I've been looking into that because, you know, uh, kind of play around with that a little bit. So, um, but hopefully I can get that figured out and, you know, a little bit, a little bit about our trip. Cause like I said, my whole goal is just to kind of like, you know, as I always try to tell people, you know, you get kids involved with jeeps early on then they'll got money for like drugs and stuff later on so i guess i'll put a link to your pod or your youtube channel in the show notes for everybody that'd be cool nice little shameless plug for you there thank you i appreciate it but uh i guess we got anything else we want to talk about so we wrap this up jason's gotta go pick up crotch goblins here in a little bit so facts um guys thanks for listening i uh, hope you enjoyed it why don't you email us at ask ask short story long at gmail.com tell us about some vehicles that you've had that you've named or friends vehicles that you've had or known about that were named and uh if you have some ideas for some guest questions that we should ask all of our guests uh feel free to add that in there too we would just want to keep making this thing bigger and better so again you guys thanks for listening have a good one yep thank you very much guys bye